0: Welcome, I'm John Lynch and I'm the host of The Discarded Compass, the podcast for the season seeker. If this resonates, please subscribe to us for future episodes. So without further ado, sit back, relax and join me and my guest as we deep dive into the mystery of spiritual enlightenment. Welcome everybody to another episode of The Discarded Compass and tonight we have a great guest for you, Gilbert Schultz from Australia. Gilbert, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm very good.
0: That's great. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, looking forward to this chat about nothing and everything, maybe.
1: I've, uh, I've got a question. Why did you discard the compass?
0: Where did I discard the compass?
1: Wh- why did you discard it? What's wrong with it?
0: You mean the title of the show?
1: Ah, is that what it is? Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. Well how anyway, how go how, on, how can on. you yeah we would probably touch on that anyway
1: <laughs> That was a
0: great that was a great opener
1: Yeah of course yeah
0: And thanks for plugging the show as well appreciate it <laughs>
1: Yeah well I need all the help I can get hey eh?
0: go on So everything is spontaneous and not fabricated is it Or do we fabricate everything I was reading your book and that kind of jumped out at me Um
1: Well I mean can you prove it or can you disprove it? I mean, the statement everything is spontaneous is um, self-evident. You know, uh, phenomena appears and disappears. Where's the where's the cause? Can you actually see a cause? You know, a bird flies from one tree to another. Do you see a little man there going, you know, right, off you go now? I mean... Everything is spontaneous, and uh, you could say that everything is fabricated because energy appears as forms, matter, so to speak, waves and particles. Um, so it's, it's an apparent fabrication, and uh, it's spontaneous. So nobody can tell you where life came from. You know, I'll ask you, where did life come from?
0: Well, there's no answer, is there? There can never be an answer.
1: Well, there's always answers, endless answers, but um, nobody can tell you where life came from because it didn't come from anywhere. It's spontaneous. It's This is it, spontaneous. And the word spontaneous means uncaused. So... You know, we we communicate through words and language and we learned all of these words in the past. But the only time there is is this immediacy. So the, the implication is that all of the words that I learned in the past I'm using to talk about this immediacy, but none of those words can encapsulate or capture the immediacy. They can only at best point at something so that's why I say there's no teacher, there's no teaching, there's just pointing, and um, whether it's it's recognised or not is uh, is a total mystery.
0: And it, that's grace, is it, if it's recognised or not?
1: Well, you know who's asking the question?
0: Um, My questions is have to great? be asked. I have to be the devil's advocate here and ask questions, I mean, otherwise. Well,
1: what? What does recognition mean? Uh, To recognise something, you've recognised it, which means that you've seen it before. And as far as the natural state goes, um, we all spent the first two and a half years or so living in the natural state without language, Um, and then we learned words, and then with words we construct a world a personal world uh, and then we name everything and because we name things we think we understand what those things are and then you know there's assumptions and beliefs and all sorts of things that are woven out of these words and we create a prison for ourselves and a disease of being because you know we we're sort of one step behind the spontaneous, we're, we're running behind trying to construct, it's a bit like a political party, you know, they, they're they trying to construct some meaning to life according to their um, dictates and they're trying to push it ahead of the immediacy so that people believe in it and then they get the vote. Uh, and we do that with our identity, you know, all of our problems are due to identity and boundary or boundaries. Now, what is my identity? Have I really looked into that? Have I really examined that? What is my identity? You know, I'm given a name by, you know, parents and society and, um, and I'm given, I'm given a culture from society and, and, all that sort of stuff, and I've given i la- I'm given a language, and uh, and then I try to make sense out of all of that. But who am I? You know, what am I? What is my identity? And this has you know, always been one of the great questions that uh, puzzle people. Yeah, but gen- generally, most people just you know don't get into it and they get on with their life. They have a bit of suffering. They have a bit of Happiness, and you know, they're happy to uh, go along with that until things start to get a bit heavy. Um, so boundary is the other one, you know. Our uh, this is my body, you know, you can't touch my body unless I give you permission. Um, this is my house, this is my car, this is my. Uh, property, get off my property, trespassers will be prosecuted, blah, 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 out comes the shotgun. This is all about boundaries, and countries have boundaries. You know, I think the wall of China is one of the the boundaries that's very obvious, you can see it from space, but it's just a stone wall. That's all it is. It, It doesn't divide the planet. It doesn't divide... The land, it, it divides the access to creatures with with legs, but birds fly back and forth over the boundary. They don't stop at the boundary. And go, oh, hang on, here's my pass. You know, it's all concepts. So identity and boundary is 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 basically all of our problems are about that. A mis- mistaken identity. And having to prove who you are based on paperwork and data and evidence that if you look into it, it it just evaporates. Have I upset you now?
0: So (laughs) it's it's quite a radical thing to hear because normally in the Western world we aren't used to hearing about these sort of methods of inquiry, self-inquiry, anybody would really not bother asking, who am I? Unless life is going kind of wrong on them. Um, so it is a radical message. And, uh, you know, there was something said once that the Eastern traditions would eventually reach the West, you know, and maybe that's so via technology and, and such. But, yeah, people don't hear this message. And if a layperson would hear this message, I mean, the message isn't contrived. It's pretty direct and... To the point you know because you, where religion isn't uh it's in the sales pitch but like people aren't maybe ready for this whatever and it all happens <laughs> how it's supposed to happen <laughs> you know so you know yeah, and that, I, yes. I remember yeah you said once you know you can't teach what can't be known I, I thought that was a good pointer um Whatever happened in that point where it's quite it's quite direct, you know, it knocks everything out. It knocks all these guru skittles out of the way, you know. Um, yeah,
1: and you and you cannot teach what you don't know. So what do you know? And can you teach it? You know, what's the essence of the knowledge of self? You know, when the when they discovered this uh, ancient temple in Delphi, a uh, pile of rubble stones and things, they, they started clearing it up last century sometime or maybe earlier, and they found the lintels with carved lettering in them, two, two lintels which uh, sit on top of the columns, and one of them was know thyself, and the other one was nothing in excess. So... These are these are profound questions, you know, or, or suggestions or pointers. Know thyself. You know what is there to know? The activity of knowing is spontaneous. Well, the no, ideas.
0: There wouldn't be an hmm? activity then. I mean, there's no activity in it, is there, really, in knowing?
1: Well, it's a move. Well, it's a movement of energy. Everything is a movement of energy.
0: But there's the mind, no the mind is point. active. I mean. What the mind would be active?
1: Well, of course. Well, is the mind? Does the mind exist apart from the uh, the word mind? You know, mind is it, mind is just a word for uh, an activity. Something's going on.
0: And the word, and the you've mind, got to bl- yeah.
1: a lot of people blame the mind, and they get into a hell of a lot of trouble in their own imagination and uh, mentation. Uh, if you blame the mind, um, then you're in serious trouble. But it's an illusion anyway, because they, you can't find a mind. There's no mind. You know, mind is empty. It's like space. So you know? what, Everything...
0: what What? realises or recognises that there's no oh, mind? You know?
1: Well, it, it would be a presumption for me to suggest or tell somebody what what that is, because it's like stealing um, sweets off a child. You know, you're not going to go and steal a sweet off a child, are you? It, 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 it's, it's a self-discovery. You know, the problem with all, well, the seeming problem with all of this new sort of teachings and things is that um, a lot of these gurus and spiritual teachers they go into the incredible detail uh uh, about all the ins and outs of all this stuff you know and it's i mean it's very entertaining um, until you get bored with it it's like i can't listen to this anymore it's um it's and it's a trap it's the total trap so The seeker is a fiction. There is no seeker. There's no seeking. Seeking never actually started. If you pause your thinking right now, there's no seeking. Without a thought or an image or a reference to me, there's no seeking. So seeking is a story that quickly kicks in about a fictional character called me. And I'm seeking happiness, enlightenment, or whatever it is. I want a new car. I want a red sports car. I want a new girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. I want a million dollars in my bank. Uh, whatever. You know, I'm seeking this stuff. But who is this one that's seeking it? It's a fiction. You know, like, the courage to see that. Doesn't come from the mind or the me or the ego. The ego is not interested in in um, self destruction, but it'll play with it. You know, it'll torture itself um, and get something out of it, even if it's completely negative. So called negative.
0: It. it uh, the mind. The mind knows straight away. I mean, if I was having talking to to friends about this or something, you know, now and again. Rarely, because I don't really talk much about it, only on this show, you know. But um, you can see the mind will straight away go into. It, it won't take it in. It won't look at itself it, because it has to put well, things. Yeah, in, in,
1: yeah, well, yeah. But it's it's there's no mind there doing that. Well, um, that's, that's the, the thing. Well, that's the,
0: that's probably that's, why it won't. It probably know. It's probably known somehow intuitively that that it's it's dodgy. Well,
1: it's 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 tied into survival. You mm. know, our th- this is. Something that uh, I think is not generally understood, and that is that the instinct is really, really quick. Instinct is so quick. You know, um, I remember I was walking along a a bush path here in Australia and uh, just walking along, and suddenly my body stopped of its own accord, and I looked down and I, there was a snake on the ground and within a couple of steps i would have trodden on it so how did how did that happen instinct regi- you know the periphery vision that image of a snake which is a wiggly thing which is unusual in nature it has a very specific symbol if you like registered in the in the periphery vision instinct stopped the body bang Then the intellect comes in and goes, hey, what the hell? How did that happen? You know, blah, 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 because the the so-called intellect is quite slow. You know, it's putting things together and finding meaning and, you know, thinks it's, you know, king and it's running the show, but it's actually very slow compared to instinct. So our instinct is much more uh, reliable and our gut, you know, people say go with your gut. Or, or that sense, the gut is a brain. Uh, all of the organs in the body are brains, and they have different functions. The gut's a brain. The gut is a brain. The intestines a brain. The spine is a, a, a spine is a, an extension of the head brain. They they're not separate. And the and the spine is the is the source of the the nerves. The nerves come to the spine. You know, the, the body is made up of several systems that are integrated, like an orchestra with all these different instruments. And um, in a normal, healthy person, this uh, these different systems are working in incredible harmony, all spontaneous, you know, and they're communicating with each other at the speed of light or, or something like that. You know, this—it's it's mind-boggling when you start to look at these things. Anyone who's studied biology or microbiology or any of these sciences that deal with actual observation of of intri- intricate patterns of ecology and, and uh, nervous system, whatever—they uh, have to, you know, they—it has to make them incredibly sensitive to uh, life life is this incredible network you know just one human body is a is an amazing uh, intricate uh, system of intelligence you know and the um, the brain itself you know is you know it's just uh, unbelievable the complexity you know computers and things they they um, uh, technology they they uh copy uh things from nature and you'll notice that different different ages um a lot of the language uh is a, is based on the technology of the time like a lot of Newtonian when Newton's laws were were king, a lot of the phrases and the way people talked with analogies was was about Newtonian physics. Uh, but then, you know, quantum physics comes along and then everyone starts talking about programming and, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, the, the actual language changes and uses the technology as forms of expression and analogy and um, hypothesis and whatever. <clears throat> but very very few people um, actually speak simply in a way that can be understood by anyone. And that's, what, that's the beauty of pointers is that a, a pointer has no bias. It's just pointing at something that needs to be recognised. And the, the thing about awareness is that awareness has no bias it's the thinking that has biases so a pointer is an unbiased uh, pointing at something that is recognized with no bias so the mind goes quiet people write to me all the time saying i've been reading your book and my mind keeps stopping but you know what's wrong with that you know this is this is what's well, necessary instead of being on like a, a one of these uh, mice or guinea pigs in a wheel, you know, constantly making the wheel go, you know, hang on a minute, sit down. What's really going on here? What's really going on? Not what they tell us is going on or what books and science, what's really happening? And everyone has the capacity to investigate this consciousness for themselves. Have a look what's really going on. Self-knowledge, not what somebody else has discovered, you know. You don't have to be a seeker and a thousand other seekers sitting there glaring at some guru on the stage uh, who's, you know, giving darshan or whatever they call it. That's just slavery. You know, if the guy actually knows how to free you, let him do it and let him do it now holding people to ransom and spoon-feeding them, you know, uh, more books, you know, more photographs of the guru to buy, you know, more trinkets, you know, more clothes to wear. Uh, All of this nonsense is slavery. It's idolism. People idolise these teachers and, of course, they love it, you know. They're Christmas on the stick. They're really enjoying it. Because that's the how the ego works
0: gets to be um, some sort of a sales pitch, maybe you know, to sell you something.
1: Of course, yeah. of course, but you know, um, there's nothing to sell. There well, are no customers yeah. for this because whatever you're seeking, in a genuine sense, you must be it. You must yeah. what from c- the what off. people are looking for. Yeah, you from, have to be it. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. So, those first few years as a child, living from the natural state, there's there's that. That's a long time. Two two and a half years is a long time. And, generally speaking, you know, like uh, in the scheme of things. And then words are learned, and then we we you know we grow up we became teenagers and adults and get entrenched in all of the ins and outs and the suffering and all the rest of it. But that those two years of living in the natural state are still there as a kind of a memory, and we can, we can find that not as a memory but as the immediate, silent, wordless nature of existence itself. Like if I stop now and just let everything settle down, it's there. It's here. It's always here.
0: But the thing is, but we 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 can't be like the we we can't be the the absence or the presence.
1: Well, you're both.
0: Well, we can't be either. (laughs) Well, who says? Well, that's the point of it, because it can't be known, you know.
1: Yeah, but your body appears in space. Apparently. Well, I mean, just ordinary. Yeah. Sensibility. Your body appears in space.
0: But fundamentally, uh, just it can. I don't think it can ever be known. I, I, I that presence. Well, it's impossible. If,
1: well, you. The thing is, you can't name it. You can't talk about it. But it's it's the knowing. It is the knowing, which is an activity, which is spontaneous, ever fresh, ever new. So you can't deny that it's there.
0: But knowing would reply, would it? Would that would that would that would, that would imply an or? I mean, wouldn't it?
1: Well, in in the form of. Um, uh, language and duality, of course. It implies a knower and the known, but the knower and the known are duality. The knowing is non-dual.
0: So can you the explain seeing, the knowingness to us a bit, Gilbert, because that this is the paradoxical stuff that, that's quite uh, fascinating.
1: Well, knowing means an activity happening now not happening yesterday or tomorrow it's happening now and knowing is cognizing so there's a cognition happening you know you exist the impressions are registering that's cognizing there's a cognize it's not something that's cognizing that's where we seemingly get into the trap we 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 form this idea of a self center Which has 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 certain qualities, and then its stories added to it, and it becomes a reference point. And it appears that you know we can't escape that, but it's not true because every time you go to sleep at night, it all disappears.
0: Well, there's no way out of it either. I like when Eckhart Tolle says the power now. I mean, try and get out of the now as well. I mean,
1: well, of course. And you know, there's no power. There's no power of now, and uh, you cannot. You cannot get into the now. People trying to live in the now, they think they're not in the now, and they're trying to live in the now, but they can't get out of the now. So it's like putting the cart before the donkey or the horse, you know. And get things in the right order of, of you know, the first instant of knowing is inexpressible. You cannot describe it. But that's that, that in immediacy is all there is, really. And on that we weave stories and mythologies and everything, and it's all bubbling along, seemingly being dragged by the immediacy. But the immediacy is not in time. This is, this is the thing. Time is, an, is a kind of an illusion. Space and time. Uh, space is volume with a sense of distance, near and far. Time is an apparent before, present and after. But these are all labels that are happening and being sort of woven onto the immediacy but you, you ne- well, one needs to investigate it if you, if you want to. You know, nobody's forcing you to do it. It, can, it, can't be mi- psych- it, can,
0: it can't be a minute ago to wait, right no. I mean, you can't think a thought that you thought, apparently thought
1: yeah, but, a minute ago. Yeah, but I mean, people, the psychological suffering is all about that. It's, a, yeah. it's about oh, yeah. taking the past yeah. and regurgitating it and 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 suffering psychologically suffering. Let me ask you a question. What
0: are you without a thought? Just hearness is the word. Maybe putting it. Is there anything wrong with it? God, no, no. I don't have to do anything about it. Like I'm just here. Is
1: is there anything right about it?
0: No, you couldn't say there's anything right e- either. May, maybe there's a flavor. There's nothing of nothing right-, right. Well, maybe there's a flavor of rightness about it somehow. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a bit like yeah. how I like deep sleep. There's a bit of an element in that in it, somehow. You
1: That's know? right. That's right. <clears throat> so <laughs> you know, I think Shakespeare said there is neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so.
0: And all the words of stage. A,
1: do- a dog will eat its own vomit. Right? You've seen dogs eat their own vomit.
0: Yeah.
1: These these uh these stories about poor me that people regurgitate uh, and and get some sort of so called healing from by sharing, but the thing is, they get they tell the story over and over and over again, creates a well trap.
0: I'm unsure. I mean, if somebody shares their story, right? Maybe they're stuck in some uh, trauma, like post traumatic stress disorder, right? Okay. And they share it, maybe they get, maybe get, they get some clarity by sharing it that it's actually, they're just going over the story all the time. And maybe they can get clarity with a professional that, look, you're not really being realistic about this, that, and the other. I mean, maybe they get some sort of clarity in that. I mean, yeah, I'm just thinking of suffering. Yeah, you know, we're getting kind of relative uh, into things now, but like, as in suffering, yeah, you know, I don't like seeing people suffer and I can't really walk up to someone and say listen you want to stop the story about your mother dying or you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I understand. I mean, it's um but it's like grieving. Grieving is a natural thing that happens. But if it goes on and on and on for too long, it becomes becomes a problem.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's and The thing about this, uh, identity of me is it's a fiction. And if you refer everything to me, a person, a so-called person who refers everything to me is, is called selfish. They're a very selfish person. They're not interested in anything. If there's nothing in it for them, they're not interested. You know, I've seen people who come to non, who go to non-duality meetings and, uh, they kind of catch on, but they're very, very selfish individuals. And they get to a point and they go, hang on a minute, there's nothing in this for me, you know. And they leave and they don't come back because they see that there's nothing in it for the me. When nobody told them there was something in it for the me.
0: Yeah, but generally, like, yeah, okay, that's interesting because, okay, there, there's nothing in it for them and so they're off down the road, okay. <clears throat> but, like... Yeah, okay, selfish. So but that presence loves to be as well, gee. I mean you well, know you, yeah. you love to be.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't be dead for quids. That's is the old saying.
0: You know, yeah. So <laughs> you know, what can you say? I mean you're inherently selfish then.
1: Well, if you're a hundred percent selfish, no problem.
0: Hmm. Then, if, therefore, if you're hundred percent selfish, are you a hundred percent free? Because you, be you can't be ten percent. You can't be ten percent free, can you?
1: <laughs> Depends on who you vote for.
0: Does it? No, but seriously, it's quite a good question, isn't it? Can you be? Can you can be a little bit free? Can you?
1: Well, freedom itself is is uh, is just a, another idea, really. You know. I mean, there are there are countries in the world who um, have statues, you know, of freedom, yeah. the Statue of Liberty, you know, but
0: have a look, have a close look. Well, there are monumental statues of the Buddha. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not saying, folks, there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, um, I think everything sort of, look, does it matter at the end of the day as well? I mean, that's another thing, you know? Huh? Well,
1: at the end of the day, the sun goes down. Yeah, I was waiting but for does that it does it really go oh, yeah, you, down.
0: You like that one? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes up the other side of the world. Well, it rises in Ireland. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: oh uh, yeah, 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 um. Yeah. um how did things start for you on this journey? How did it all kick off? I, I'm interested to know. Uh, uh, well, I could say
1: what journey, no beach on a journey, you know, what, only ha- what
0: happened? Like <laughs> <laughs> that question of what happened well, to you?
1: my story, yeah. my story. Yeah. Well, uh, had to be brief, you know. You can bore the tits off a bull with your story. I think I was, as a child, I was very curious, very, very curious. And I came to the conclusion in a, not a very sophisticated way that, um, that the the others the others around me like my brothers and sisters and sister and um, parents and things they, they weren't telling the whole story now there was there was like this missing piece that uh nobody ever talks about and uh yeah so I mean that curiosity sort of played itself out and um i I guess I was Also creative, you know, I, I found relief in being creative in lots and lots of different ways. And um, and that was a kind of a rebellion against the the boring story of society and what everything means. You know, I, mm. through creativity, I look for ways of um, expressing something and... Uh, and and I discovered uh, that in the immediacy of the creative process, it's almost like there's a special kind of energy. Yeah,
0: I was just about, thinking while you were it. describing it, I was thinking it myself because I'd be creative as well. There's like a there's like a a connection to potentiality which is loved, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of artists know this. They may not be able to talk about it. Because it's not easy to talk about, but um, yeah, it's a it's an illusion, of course, because there's only one energy. But uh, it, it's I think it's that um, freedom of pushing the world and all its laws and demands away, and just playing with. The creative process, whatever it is, and um, it can be sculpture, or painting, or drawing, or music, or um, all sorts. And uh, it's there's a joy in that. There's yeah. there's a real joy which is incredibly intimate. And I remember I I, uh, I started doing wood engraving, uh, which is a very fine. Um, carving on end grain boxwood, and then you print the carved result onto paper. It used to be used as book illustration before um, photography. Anyway, um, a very demanding um, art form, and I remember. I, I, it, and it's it's quite small images that you work on, and. I get it, you go into this micro world where every little scratch has a meaning, you know. In the image, every little cut, tiny, tiny. You remind thing.
0: me of the Buddhists doing those big mandalas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so the attention, you, it, you, you just enter this this micro world, and your body almost disappears except for your hand, you know, and and the tool. And I remember my. Somebody came into the room where I was and said, um, "Do you want a cup of tea?" And it was like I heard, you know, like I heard these words, but they weren't words. they were sort of, you know, uh, just vibrations. and And then I kind of came out of this uh, realm of microscopic whatever. And then I recalled the the vibrations and I and it's like the words formed out of nothing. And do you want a cup of tea? And it was like, oh, yeah, a cup of tea would be good, you know. And uh, and then back into it again. And something was witnessing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Something is there's a witness all the time, something is, is witnessing life. And, um, and everything that's happening. So, therefore, I can remember it. I can remember that very vividly. I can remember um, that so-called event. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I look back at my life, you know, I'm not a young man anymore and I don't have any regrets. But I think there are certain things, certain points in in the story where I, I'm not sure I'd make the same uh, choice. You know, maybe Ditto. you know this is a story. This is, this is mm. just a story.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, of course, it couldn't be any different. But we like to imagine and play and and. Uh, it's all good, you know. Like there's a certain amount of pleasure in helping others to see through the psychological suffering. Um, and there's also a lot of frustration in it because, you know, there's, it's almost like there's the resistance to that so-called help is, you know, reminds you of a donkey that, you know, it doesn't want to move. It sort of digs itself in, and it doesn't want to move. So, um, but you know, that's that's life, and we ramble on and ta- tell our stories. And yeah. you know, in, in three generations, less. You know, it all disappears and changes anyway. How, what do you know about your great great grandparents?
0: In, your, in their life? Well, I know a bit about my great-great-grandparent, really. I actually do. Uh One of them. Well, what know. about the
1: generation before that?
0: No, no.
1: No, yeah. you don't know much. So within generations, all of that sort of personal stories and things, they just vanish.
0: Yeah. And because it, when I'm dead, I mean, you'd be like, yeah, okay, and a month later, you know, yeah, it's like they've forgotten yeah. about you, you know? Yeah,
1: that's right. So that, and that's... That's kind of related to the story of me and the psychological suffering. If you don't give it energy, if you ignore these stories about psychological suffering, they have to disappear. They, yeah, but the, they, the ignoring
0: they, is also mind, you know.
1: Well, is it?
0: Well, it has to be.
1: If you well, if you well, if you move your attention from one thing to another.
0: Well, well that, where are that's, yesterday's well, thoughts? Well, I'm going back to the unanswered question. So about grace. Grace has to be involved there.
1: I've never met grace. What's her name?
0: Well, that's why you didn't answer it. I mean, <laughs> there has to be some sort <laughs> of grace involved, you know?
1: Well, I don't know. I never, I
0: never really get this grace thing up, you know, like... Why not? I mean, it's a big thing in the spiritual arena. The spiritual arena. I've never been there either. Well, you're in there now. (laughs) How are the tickets? How much are the tickets? It's free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just a label, you know, like
1: um, life is spontaneous. You know, the blood is, is coursing around your veins. You're taking the next breath without really thinking about it, you know, it's just happening spontaneously. And then somebody comes and says, oh, that's because of grace. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we, we want to put labels on things, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and it's all words. And words don't have any being. Words are just words. They're vibrations. They don't have any being. But basically, you know, one of the one of the beautiful and simple pointers that Bob Adamson has you, in Bob. his first book. The what's first what's book wrong with I, right
0: now unless you think about it, is it that one?
1: No. What? No, did he have it's a
0: previous? A, it's, it, hmm? He had a pre. Sorry, he had a previous one to that, did he? No,
1: that's the book. Okay. Yeah, that's the first book. Well, when I when I put the book together, I said to Bob, "What do you want to call the book?" Bob. He said, oh, "I don't know. You pick a name." And he put it right back onto me, and I, I thought, "Oh God, you know." Um, but that was the that was the part of the book, or that was the pointer in the book that had really. Um, shaking my bones, you know what's wrong with right now? If you don't think about it, it's like well, nothing. That's like a, It's like a little key that unlocks something. Um, mm-hmm. But the pointer I'm actually talking about is, um, he says, and he says so many things, you know, in that book, that are just so simple and sort of throwaway lines. He doesn't make a big thing out of things he just says stuff and he's and 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 this particular one is watch the mind and see how it operates straightforward simple no la-di-da no sanskrit words no beads and rosaries or whatever watch the mind and see how it operates that is the best advice you know, that
0: is quite powerful
1: yeah, because if yeah. you don't watch your mind,
0: that is really so-called
1: painful. mind, you you are a slave to whatever the mind is doing.
0: I actually felt it there and all while you were speaking, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. because it, it means something. It actually means something. Instead of some, oh, you know, uh, blah, 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 you know, you should uh, meditate more or whatever, you know. Pfft, pfft. You know, it's it, it's watch the mind, see how it operates,
0: and that seeing doesn't have it's not contrived. It's just watch. Well, don't try much well, from if, the mind, but just
1: yeah, observe. Yeah. If yeah. It is, if it is contrived, it will be seen.
0: It will be. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Every nothing yeah. hidden. This is a thing that you know people think they can hide stuff. You know, and you know, generally speaking, you can hide stuff, but you can't really hide anything. It's all, you know, it's all actually out in the open. And, you know, sometimes I laugh because it's like if if so-called people could really understand that, you know, the stuff that they think they're hiding is actually emphasised and on full display and the words that they say are not... Covering it up, you know, like uh, politicians who obviously tell lies. You know, it's it's like so obvious. You know, it's 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 screamingly obvious that this is a lie told in the form of truth. It's like, duh. Yeah. And that's that's uh, so. Watch the mind, see how it operates, because. If you don't, it's like, I think
0: Girarda said... Um, I was just thinking of him there, actually. I was going to bring him up, yeah, yeah.
1: He said, you cannot transcend something unless you know exactly what it is.
0: Now, that's pretty basic too, isn't it? But powerful, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and that applies to so many things, you know. If you want to transcend something you have to know exactly what it is you know if you want to, if you want to walk over a mountain you have to know about you know the what's what's it, what's in store you have to study the whatever whatever's available or you have to do the journey and face whatever problems arise which which might mean that you don't Make it, but watch the mind and see how it operates. is very, very um potent because it's it's so called your mind, and who knows your mind better than you? Not your psychologist, not your psychiatrist, okay, not your husband, not your boyfriend. You you know you you know your mind because. It's your mind. You know the tricks it plays, but if you watch it impartially and are willing to see the tricks, the so-called tricks that it's playing, which are just patterns, there's no one, the mind is not a, a, a trickster. The mind is just patterns unfolding. So if you study these patterns and how they operate, you have insights You go, ah, if I don't do that, then that won't happen you know if i if i'm not so selfish then maybe life isn't as bad as i think it is insights come you know like without insight the mind will just keep repeating the same old crap yeah. making the same mistakes you know like what is the purpose of memory basically what's the pe- purpose of memory
0: well i like to split words up it's like me memories like me and story is like a, a me story isn't it history his story i mean it's like yeah history.
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah i get that but what is the purpose of memory is is basically that you stop making the same mistakes
0: because you <laughs> tell that to the world your
1: <laughs> life your life depends on it it's Survival depends on it,
0: mm.
1: you know. And cavemen knew this. You know, Neanderthals knew this. They knew that if they went down that that valley there, there there might be a saber-toothed tiger. So they'd go a different way or whatever, you know, because they they'd experienced it. You, you know, we learn we learn through through um, experiences. And we learn that some experiences um, can be avoided. So memory is is there so that we don't make the same mistakes. But the me of memory is like the chief librarian of the library of memories. is is a selfish prick. He's only interested in himself. So he tampers with memories. You know, makes them look better than they were, or you know, or gets rid of some. You know, the me of memory.
0: So, for someone to approach this would be to sit and meditate, inquire, do self inquiry. I mean, what's the most powerful way of approaching this? Is it simply to do something simple, like watch the mind? You're,
1: you can't approach it. The very idea that you're going to approach it is the problem. you are it. Start from the fact that you are that, then, as Bob says, then see what comes up that tries to take you away from it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, you see you we're know? taught to achieve even religions to pray to something we'll get to heaven we'll go do da, 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 da. it's always something in the future, and you know we're never taught you know why don't you just have a look at what you are first and work from that yeah see that that's too self empowering you could say maybe but it's too uh, there's too much freedom for there's too much freedom in that well there's loss of control for the person telling that there's no power yeah. there's no power gain for anyone t- saying that to someone yeah.
1: basically you ca- you cannot trust you know the system as it is you know the system is works uh, for itself. It doesn't care about people. The system of society is like a monster with no eyes and no ears. It's just doing its thing, unconsciously devouring things. the The opportunity for the individual is to watch their mind and see how it operates, then intelligence, which is innately there, starts to uh, have some influence on the choices and the, the decisions and things that you, you make.
0: When that's recognized, as, as you like to put it, does it open up as such? Or does something fall away? Is there a gain in, in the practice, you could say, of doing that? Or does self-reflection, the recognising of doing that? Not a gain for a well, person, I've, but is there a, an opening? Does it, does it,
1: Yeah. It's, you know, does it's
0: it clean? I'd like to say, it, you know, it's a bit like I'm a mirror and there's stuff on the mirror, but all I can see is the stuff on the mirror. I don't know I'm the mirror. But it's like, look inside is written on the mirror. Suddenly you see it on the mirror and you go, okay, You look inside, besides thinking you're the stuff on the mirror that was there before that was said. So it kind of helps self reflect. It's a pointer to self reflect, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, that's what the cerebral cortex is the difference between animals and human beings. We have a cerebral cortex, which gives us the ability to reflect. But that mirror is inside us. It's not, you know, if you go to the bathroom mirror and you look at that guy in the mirror, if he starts talking to you, you better better run, okay? I'm just telling you, you better run and don't stop running. Yeah. But looking at the image of yourself in the mirror, you can actually see that that image cannot see anything. It can't hear anything. It can't do anything. You can move your hand, and you can watch it. the re- The reflection is instant. It's it, it looks like it could do something. That you know that hand in that mirror can punch you, maybe. But right, so, if
0: you it, it, sometimes you know, if you, if you didn't think, and you, and you know you think it was coming for you, yeah, yeah, you would, yeah. yeah
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so this is this is like. Um, it's subtle. It's very subtle because you can miss it and misinterpret it. But that image of self that we have is a fabricated image and it's based on memories and experiences and events, you know, and and it's, it's more or less like that image in the mirror. It can't see anything, can't hear anything, it can't do anything, it can't say anything. That's why I say if he starts talking to you, you better run because, you know, it's all over, baby. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's you know, it's like to recognise that this self-image that I have is like, it's just an image. Mm-hmm. It's just a collection, a cluster of ideas and images and which is constantly moving and changing. It's high maintenance if you want to become a slave to it. It's so like consciousness have-
0: captured, isn't it? Like.
1: Yeah, it, 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 you become its slave uh, and running after its wants and needs, but it's a, it's a total fiction. you know. How many of you are there? Is there two or is there one? It's like uh, people, you know, when I was 15, I tell the story often, you know, there were some so-called grown-ups who must have been in their mid-20s. We were going overseas, and they were, and one of them said, "We're going in search of ourselves." And I was fifteen years old, and I processed that and thought: "You've got to be nuts!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are not well in the
0: head." <clears throat> yeah. yeah, of course. Were I going mean.
1: So, so, you're right here. What are you to-
0: <laughs>
1: anyway? I mean. I didn't understand uh, the nuances of that, but um, later I did. But you know, the thing is, uh, people people go in search of their the self, or um, and I hear phrases like, "Oh well, I want a better version of myself." You know, I want to be a better version of myself. But how many versions are there? You know, mm-hmm. you know, just just. Just accept that there are sides, there are aspects to you that are not pleasant. Human beings are violent things. And if you're in denial it you know, I, I heard some well known spiritual pers- person say, Oh, I don't have negative thoughts anymore. It's like you wacko. I mean uh, what what kind of delusion is that, you know? Not that negative thoughts are any different than positive thoughts, but, you know, it's just this mindset people get into uh, and they think they're special, you know. And then they they have the audacity to teach other people this bullshit, you know, this special bullshit. And you wear the beads and then you, you can kiss my foot now, whatever. You know, this is absolute... Uh, arrogance uh, in the name of truth, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, well, I'm, t- I'm thinking of a lot of that. It happens, you know. It's a it's a business in some respects, you know. Um, people charge. Is there? Do I have a problem with it? Well, th- they're going to do what they're going to do. People are going to pay, you know. Um, yeah, well, it's just life. I mean, it's a marketplace. It's the ma- it's the marketplace. Mm.
1: But when it comes to finding your true nature or, you know, um, what is the meaning of life, the meaning of life is living. So get on with it.
0: Yeah. Nisargadatta, you, you mentioned him in your book a good bit, you know, um, I'm just thinking lineage, is there such a thing? you probably say no. I know you're going to say no. Like, um.
1: uh, well, in the, in the scheme of things, you know, like um, there appears to be a lineage, you know, just as there appears to be a lineage in your family. You have a mother and a father or you had a mother and father and they had parents and you had brothers, you know. There's a lineage of... But what's a lineage of bodies or what? What's it a lineage of evolution? You know, it's just one of these ideas, really, um, because the knowing, the activity of knowing, hasn't got a lineage, it doesn't care what faculty it expresses through or or however you want to put it, you know. It's like, you know, it's all the stuff about non-duality. People love to talk about non-duality or belong to some non-duality club. It, and non-duality means one without a second. Yeah. One without a second. So... It's not a club with 10,000 members or whatever. It's one without a second. And you are that one. How could it, how could it be any other way? You have to be that one. And the second is the not-self. So there's, the one is the so-called self and everything else is the not-self or the me and the not me so the whole world is the not me and i'm i'm feeling vulnerable because i'm not that you know so that's that's just uh suffering
0: <clears throat> and nisargadatta said you know i, I think he mentioned in in a, a, a talk he gave that uh you know it's ironic that everybody thinks they're the body. Seekers think they're the body, yet they go looking for enlightenment. It's yeah. ironic, isn't well, it? There are so many holes in the the parent ego structure. There are loads of holes in it, isn't there, really? like,
1: Well, <laughs> it's all empty, it's all Yeah, I
0: was thinking when you said, yeah. But, yeah. yeah
1: the, the thing is that, you know, we talk about the message, you know, uh, the message is just life energy intelligence that's all it is it can take many forms now I could say to I could say uh, a few sentences that could completely blow people out of their minds
0: go ahead give it give it a go
1: no, no because first of all, they're not ready for it. It, 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 it. There's a risk in actually recognising the, the true nature of things. So you don't. It's like missionaries go in yeah. and and uh, destroy cultures. Christian missionaries have destroyed or partially destroyed cultures and and robbed native people of of something that's been thousands of years of, of um, developing and more or less harmoniously. And, and the Christians come in and they, they tell them it's evil and they get them to burn all of their artefacts and things. They rob them of their culture and replace them with a man on a cross. This is absolute barbarism, barbarism. What's the word? Barbarism.
0: Yeah, it's near it. Barbaric. Whatever.
1: It's barbaric. And it's all done in the name of truth and, and in the name of God.
0: Yeah. And this is it, and there's nowhere to go, nothing to get.
1: Well, it's it's you know who cares? Okay, what do you I get, where, if there was something to get? Where would you put it in your back pocket?
0: Yeah, well, this is the thing. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's like I'm a person that implies two. But, I mean, you can't be two. I mean, yeah, you know what knows? <laughs> you know, it's you know, <laughs> it's like you know, okay, you know, I see you both, yeah. you know. Um. Yeah, it, but it, it's it's quite interesting because when someone says, "Yeah, I, I'm a person. I have a body," it's because of that essence that can't be known that they apparently think. Well,
1: they've yeah, we've we've, not- they,
0: we've forgotten, haven't we, Gilbert? People have forgotten. Well,
1: you might have, you might have
0: forgotten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not because of anything. You <coughs> see
0: Well I never know what it is anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Well because you are that.
0: Well I don't I'll never know that.
1: And it's one without a second, so it has you have to make it into a second before you can know it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I okay. never know ever yeah, ever that, ever, that, eternally forever and ever ever know.
1: That's that's right. But the knowing is the immediacy. It's the activity of knowing. It's not what you know. It's not what you don't know it's not about who knows what it's just knowing you know but
0: but it's you know, a hopeless message no, no one's going to get anything are they I mean
1: well, of course there's nothing to get and the word because implies cause and effect so you know I mean, the uncompromising message is not welcome it's it, it's like a rat in the royal kitchen that it's not you're not welcome people you know i've had people threaten me with sharp instruments at a spiritual meeting because i upset their ego their spiritual ego this is this is you know you know it's kind of serious shit isn't it
0: well, yeah. If someone's threatening to, yeah,
1: I don't go to them anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> why? Why don't you go? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's nothing
1: to get. But you know, like, uh, in a way, I'm, I'm. I don't want to talk about this stuff. You know, I just, I just live my life. You know, yeah. and There things happen, and you know, um, I don't go to spiritual meetings or whatever anymore because, um, well, there's no because, is there?
0: Mm.
1: Just not happening.
0: Do you miss that? Do you miss that scene?
1: No, not really, not really. I mean. Uh, You know, yeah, I don't know what to say.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't miss anything, you know. Life is good and it's ever fresh and new and you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what my next thought's going to be and nobody else knows what my next thought is going to be and that's a relief. Um, Yeah, it's a... Watch the mind, see how it operates. You know, insights mm. will come. You know, and that's basically the the best message you'll get in the next. Um, well, that's that's it. That's the best message you've had all day, and uh, and maybe you won't get any more good messages. Who knows?
0: Well, it's enough. It's quite a, a powerful pointer. It's been great talking to you, Gilbert. Well, yeah. why you look so disappointed? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> inside him, it's actually, actually feel quite better than good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm better than good. Excellent. I'm not trying to impress you, you know. No, that's good. Um,
1: well, we talk about the
0: impossible. We talk about
1: the inconceivable.
0: Yeah, but it's a wonderful thing to talk about.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: It's I a bit like anymore. what you're saying about the music and the, the, you know, the... Creativity. Yeah, it's kind of, there's something about it like that, like some sort of fascination or...
1: Yeah.
0: Right, Gilbert, thanks for coming on the show. And what about your, your books and your website? Have you anything to to add? You have a book, Self-Aware? Yeah. um
1: uh, two books, Self-Aware and Self-Illumination. Um, and the website is seeingknowing.com I don't know if anyone looks at the website anymore Um, I do get um, emails every now and then but probably from people who've read the book and um, yeah I get some good emails um, but not so often but yeah, uh, yeah I don't think I've got anything to add it's like, you know, stay out of trouble, stop smoking, stop drinking, you know, be kind to each other and, uh, and don't get wet.
0: Good work. Thanks a lot. Take care. See ya. Thank you for joining us on our podcast and we very much hope you enjoyed us. If you did, please subscribe for more on your chosen platform. And also, if you'd like to keep in contact, please hit us up on social media. So folks, until next time, please take care and we hope you join us soon.